Coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida. Welcome to the Paper Stack Podcast, where we cover current topics in the note industry, give you tactics for your note business, and talk with industry leaders to make you a better note investor. And now, your hosts, Brett Berkey and Rick Allen. Paper Stack and Snackables, Rick Allen, Brett Berkey here to share our little grains of wisdom, nuggets of knowledge. Your your nuggets of knowledge. They're only as they're free, so you get what you pay for. So I'll take that for what. So what are we doing today? We're going to talk about some legal stuff. I am not an attorney. We will start by saying that I'm not an attorney. So anything I'm telling you is just my opinion. I have no legal crown upon my head. I don't have any legal training. So take it for what it's worth. You should always go seek the opinion of an attorney. This is not legal advice. Disclose, disclose. Let's go. But this is a filter on paper stack where you have judicial and non-judicial. So people are looking at the filters on the left-hand side. And we get asked sometimes, what's the difference between judicial and non-judicial? Yeah. Say, this state, I thought you said the state is non-judicial, non-judicial, but it's also listed as a judicial state. And I'm like, I don't know. I, that, that's some things are weird like that. Some parts of the states are judicial, some aren't judicial. So it's really kind of hairy. What's the difference between the two? What takes longer? So we're going di- to dive in today and we're going to do a quick hashing and try to sort it out, provide a little color so you understand what it is. By the way, that's industry term when they say provide colors, provide some more detail, some more background. Rick, what is the difference between, first off, what does judicial mean and what does non-judicial mean? So let's start with judicial. Judicial, it means both of those terms refer to judicial versus non-judicial states is how you're going to, the method you're going to go about to get the property back if you have to close. If you're going to do a, it's a judicial state or there's a mortgage or deed of trust or a mortgage on the property, there's a mortgage on the property, probably it's in a judicial state and it means you have to go through a judicial foreclosure, which means you have to go through the court system. Right. So states like Florida, states like York, Ohio, Illinois, long foreclosure states are typically judicial states, which can run six months, year, two years, three years in New York, who knows? It's just they're long. So judicial equals longer foreclosure states have to go through the courts. Non-judicial means you don't have to go through the courts. You go through what's called a sheriff's sale. These are generally deed of trust states or trustee states, Georgia, North Carolina, Alabama, Texas. Now, there are some states that are both. They had, when you record a security instrument, like a mortgage or a deed of trust, the states will accept both. So what we can do is we'll put in a, an Excel spreadsheet that's got a link. It's got all the states and whether they judicial versus non-judicial and estimate on timelines and stuff like that. And some links in there, but that's really the meat and potatoes of it. That's the important thing to understand is. Judicial states are longer. Typically, they're more expensive to foreclose and they're tied to mortgages. Deeds of trust are in non-judicial states. Much quicker timeline. You're talking 60, 90 days to get the property back and it's much, much cheaper, typically, on the legal side. You still have an attorney help you do stuff there, but you're not going through the court system, which is big. Yeah, it's interesting. Yes. That's interesting. And then, so one's a lot faster, one's slower. And then also knowing that Mortgages mean you are going to be in a judicial state always. Typically, yes. And you're looking for in the 
like in a trust deed or deed of trust, you're looking for a due on single clause. That's usually ties into a share sale. Look within the mortgage. If you're ever in question, you go looking through the mortgage or the trust deed or the deed of trust, and it'll kind of, you just have to read through the mortgage and you'll see the language in there. And, and the, so the great thing about the mortgage is it tells you what has to happen. It tells you how you have to go about getting the property back. It's like the rule book to the foreclosure process. So each one's got their own nuances. You read through it. And if you just, best thing is to hand it to an attorney and say, what are we looking at here? Yeah. And so for contract for deeds, totally different ball oh, of wax. Oh, contract for deeds, yes. Totally different ball of wax. And those can honestly go, those can go all over the place. Why so is that? Just because it's not, it's really up to the judge. Yeah. There's some precedent set to where in some states, it, look, is it less than two years old? Have they paid down less than 10% of the principal balance? If so, you can do what's called like a cancellation of contract where you cancel cancel their contract, becomes null and void, you have to then evict them from the property. But otherwise, sometimes they will make you run through a full foreclosure. That's what they do in Ohio now. To make you go through a full foreclosure. So. That'd be tricky if you didn't know that was going to happen to you. Well, yeah, it can be very tricky. And it's just part of it. It's part of it. It's each state's different. You always have to up to speed on what's going on. And the reason that they're doing that is because there were some people who were duped in some of the land contracts. They didn't know really know what they were getting or something like that, or it was really a distressed asset. Maybe they got in over their heads and the seller should have fixed up. I don't know. There are a bunch of different reasons. But in some states, like Ohio, yeah, they're making you go through the full foreclosure. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. And as you as a note investor, does that determine whether you'd buy an asset or not? being that it's traditional or non-traditional? It's a piece of the puzzle that I figure and I look at. Are you new to the mortgage note industry? Have you been wanting to learn the step-by-step -step process to purchase your first mortgage note? Well, you're in luck. We've convinced our CEO, Rick Allen, to break down everything he knows about mortgage note investing. Through a series of 50 videos, you'll get everything from start to finish of where to purchase notes, how to purchase notes, and all of Rick's investing techniques he has developed over the many years. From performing note tactics to non-performing notes, Rick gives you everything he knows about investing. Bonuses include our glossary of industry terms, Rick's own proprietary calculators he created to evaluate notes, discounts from our partners, our Rolodex of vendors, a private Facebook group, along with a lot more. We've packed so much content into the Academy to take you from beginner to expert in no time. To learn more about the Academy, go to academy.paperstack.com slash welcome. Again, that is academy.paperstack.com slash welcome. It's something that you for sure will look at. It's there is going to have to be a real good case for me to buy a buy one in New York <laughs> just because I know the foreclosure timelines. There's Illinois, Cook County is getting pretty bad. Really? Yeah, it's especially during COVID. Holy cow. There was, the courts were locked down. They just opened up the courts. So you had for 18 months, you got stuff sitting in purgatory that you can't do anything with it. I was at judgment on two assets. Judgment. I was like ready to close. Ready to get her sale date. And I was just like, stop. I couldn't even get court dates until just recently. So those are always really tough. But yeah, you always look at it and say, look, what's my time frame to get the house back? You always have to figure in your worst case, and that's getting the house back. So if something is non judicial, 
I know. It's like, I can, 90 days, I can have this thing back and resell any asset. What? Yeah. Why is Florida? It's just, it's just the laws, man. That's just how you take you know, Florida is a mortgage state. Florida is much quicker now. You would, you would think right now that you're not going to see a ton of people going through the foreclosure route because the real estate market's so hot. It's like you can just turn around and sell it. You got to have some equity or at least pretty close to break. And, but Florida was one that, that could take two years to foreclose on somebody. That was back in the day when, yeah, that was 2010, 10, 12, 13, 14. Yeah. When there was just a lot of stuff there. A lot of stuff. Zombie neighborhoods. I remember that. Yeah. Summer report. But I drove around. I was like, we'd be the only person on the street though. Yeah. I was like, this is kind of weird. No houses, lights off, just this house in the middle of the street. Now it's, those houses are worth five, $600,000. Yeah. Yeah, man. There was certainly a huge opportunity a decade ago to buy stuff even eight years ago. There's stuff. We were just talking that we bought a, in 2012, we bought a frame duplex not too far from downtown Orlando. We paid 89000 for it. Block frame duplex. And shoot, it's five, 500000 today. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. Crazy. Oh, all right. Well, that kind of... Yes, judicial versus non-judicial. Judicial, long, non-judicial, short. Judicial, mortgage, non-judicial, deed of trust, trustee. Yep. Yeah. So those are the... Uh... Things to pay attention to. Just know that you know, we'll put the up. link in the bio or the in the description. You can download it and or put it in one of our support articles. So that way you can go in there and get it and see what is it. It's a spreadsheet. Yeah, it's a, an Excel spreadsheet. Oh, perfect. Yeah. And if you haven't seen a lot of the other stuff in the knowledge base, we actually do put stuff in there on how to use paper stack, how to do a lot of the things that Rick's talking about. Good little tips, things like different educators out the space. All kinds of stuff. So yeah, if you haven't explored that, there's a wealth of knowledge over there. But uh, yeah, if you like this, please give us a thumbs up. Of course, we're trying to get to a thousand subscribers. If you're watching us, you probably already subscribed. Maybe share it with somebody. So. Share it with a friend. That's it. All right. Thanks so much. See you on the next one.